Ooh, fun facts, facts of fun with Addison and Caitlin. Hi, welcome to Fun Facts Live. I'm your host, David, and with me today is Allison. Hello. Caitlin. Hi. RJ. Hello. And our special guest, all the way from Sweden, Maria. Hi. Did I say that right? Did I say that right? How do you, how do you say Sweden if you're Swedish? Sverige, yes. Oh my gosh, I wasn't even close. <laughs> Don't attempt that. Yeah. No, yeah. I won't. <laughs> I won't. Super excited to have you here today. Maria just finished uh, playing Match Solitaire and she's always uh, in the chat room taunting us because she finished before us. Mm -hmm. And uh, today she got to play live and she did actually finish. Got to give you some credit. Before, yeah. before you. Uh, before me, yes. <laughs> I did not finish it again today. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I was ahead of Jake, so if he's back. David. What? You're going to have to edit that out, buddy. What did we just talk oh, about? God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. No, that's fine. Jake's in Kuwait. <laughs> Playing remotely once okay. again. Okay. Okay, I'll edit that out. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Thanks for reminding no me of that. Uh, but anyway, hopefully I won't have to do the countdown next week. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. All right. So what let's... do you mean? Hopefully you won't have to do the countdown next week. Well, if someone else is here to do the countdown. No, that didn't... no. You're going to do the countdown next week. <laughs> Just <laughs> Don't that. try to squeeze your way out of that. <laughs> yeah. No, fine. All right. He's, he is physically squirming around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like rubbing his fingers together and like. Trying to get yeah, away with it. Thanks for sharing that. Okay, <laughs> that's why we don't do video. Um, <laughs> it's very awkward. So, what? Oh, Allison's giving me faces over here. Like, okay. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, we did not talk about who's going first, but RJ. I am. Okay. Because I have a special. I have a special presentation. Ooh, oh, all right. So if you are looking at the the drawing right rj's screen right now there's a big black blob covering up the thing <laughs> i was going to show as part Ooh. of my that i am going to show as part of my fun fact all right all right uh do you need to read an ad first oh dang yes yes sorry okay uh who was it brought to us by today where did we call it that's right you just landed your dream job the junior grape collector position at the world's premier imagination factory with the help of your new friend, Bingo, it's time to explore neighborhoods, gather words, and earn grapes to power imagination. You'll need the company app to get started, so what are you waiting for? Visit wordsmacallit.com to download it from the App Store or Google Play. And by the way, you'll be in really good company today because today, Wordsmacallit is featured in the App Store, um, new games we love in the UK and Ireland. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so we got like 300 new players from the UK and Ireland yesterday. And I just happened to win the coffee break. And I got like <laughs> 75 high fives, something like that. Dang. <laughs> so I was spent the day yesterday high fiving everyone back. 
Um, so now are you about to get a bunch of angry emails from people who are like, color is spelled with a U in it? <laughs> Probably, yes. It's not accepting the right spelling of color. Uh, or, but I, can't, actually, that's, I can't think of any of the other words. But, favorite? Um, uh, favorite? Yeah, I, all those. Is that spelled different? Yeah, yeah, they spell favorite with a U. Yeah, they just throw an extra U. Oh, here oh you're there. right. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> We got rid of all that stuff, but yeah, there. Um, I did anticipate this, <laughs> and actually, the dictionary does ex- accept uh, UK spellings, Ooh. so that you can use the Fancy. word "color" with a U if you like. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, I emerged a couple of, of dictionaries, including the basically all the English dictionaries I could find, both the international and the US English. So, ah. yeah. All good to go. <laughs> Thinking ahead. <laughs> yes. So welcome, Orange McCall players. Love seeing y'all in the Discord and uh, yeah, on yeah. the leaderboards. Good times. All right, Caitlin, what have you got for us? Okay. I can't wait to so see RJ, what's behind this black blob. Yes. Before <laughs> you reveal it, RJ, I just want to say the name of the thing and see if anyone has heard of it before. So. My fun fact is about a substance called Vanta Black. Yes. Oh. I, I, I wondered if Allison might have heard of it. David, have you I heard of this I think I have read something about this oh, fantastic okay. color a long yeah. time ago, though. I don't remember the details. Okay. So RJ is going to reveal it. <laughs> and I'm curious if you're going to be wowed and freaked out by it. Oh, I have to, I have well, to crawl over David to look at his screen. What? <laughs> so these two... These are two, the picture is of these two little sculptures and the one on the left is just the base and the one on the right is covered in Vanta Black. Wow, yeah, it looks like it's completely flat and blacked out. Right, well, to me, it not just looks like it's completely flat, it looks flat, it looks like there's a void there. Like, yeah. Like it's like, a, there's a hole in the universe <laughs> something has gone terribly wrong. Wow. <laughs> Okay, but tell us actually, how this is so, done. <laughs> yes, so Vanta Black is made up of carbon nanotubes, which is, are basically what the name sounds like. Um, very, very, very small tubes made up of carbon. I think they're only about like one or two carbon atoms thick. Um, and so there's these, these tiny, tiny tubes. And so they, when you align them all, they're all aligned very, all parallel to each other. So in, in this substance. And so having that alignment, they just absorb something like 99.9% or 99.5. It's well, it's well over 99% of, of visible light. And so, um, if you know a little bit about how vision works, you're actually what you're seeing when you're looking around the room, what you're seeing is the light that's bouncing off of things. And so something that appears red to you is absorbing the green wavelengths of light. Something that appears yellow is absorbing the blue wavelengths. Mm-hmm. I might be messing some of these up a little bit, but you get the gist of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so something that is black is absorbing light, is absorbing pretty much all wavelengths. Something that is white is reflecting all the wavelengths. So and so if you just look at if you're just wearing a black shirt, you know, it's not it's not absorbing everything. And so you do still see a little bit you know, of light coming back and, and you register it as a black shirt. Mm. But this Vanta black absorbs so much of the light that your brain just doesn't even register that there's like 
a solid there. There's not, um, because even something, something solid that is black, you know, the light's going to still bounce off of certain curves a little bit differently than others or, uh, and so you kind of can, you get, you can see the surface, you can see that texture and this, because this just absorbs so much of the light, you just don't even see the texture anymore. And so your brain processes it as this totally flat thing or like a hole <laughs> basically. <laughs> wow. um, and it's super freaky. There's, um, there's even a newer version, which I forget the name of that absorbs even more light. Like I think if Fanta Black is 99.5%, the new one is like 99.9% or whatever. Um, wow. There have been disputes over who is allowed to use it as far as like intellectual property wise. There's a <laughs> an artist and maybe Allison will actually know this name. I Cause I, I should have looked it up. I forgot who it was, but he's apparently very famous in the kind of modern art world. Um, he bought the rights to be the only artist to be allowed oh, to use it. That's how I read about it. I remember reading yeah. that story. That's how I, I love this story. First read <laughs> and about then, and, and so oh. there, and so then there have been disputes over whether that was he should have been allowed to, to you know, have these exclusive rights or not. Um, there is like everything. There's a 99% invisible episode about it where they actually talk to. I don't talk to the artist, but they talk to some of the people who developed Fanta Black and some of the people involved in that whole. Um, I don't know, brouhaha, I guess, yeah. over, over the, you know, the rights to use it. And so um, if you want to learn more, you can <laughs> go listen to that podcast. Yeah, I'll put some uh, uh, link in the show notes. Yeah. So you can find out about it. I was going to say, when you're talking about somebody has exclusive rights to it, I don't know why the first thing that popped in my head was Wiley e. Coyote, like painting like potholes <laughs> on the uh, side yeah. of the mountain with Vanta Black. I don't he know was, why, but that yeah. was like, I was like, oh, that, nope, nope. Yeah, yeah, right. that would actually work. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been thinking the whole time that if I ever become a, a tech billionaire, mm -hmm. um, I need to get some Vanta Black clothing. Yes. That's on that's top of top of my list. <laughs> yeah. I do that instead. Elon Musk goes to space. Right. You can David fly to gets space. Black yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I added the pink background because the uh the like main rival of the one who owns Vanta Black developed the pinkest pink and the license oh, says yes. everyone except that one specific guy who owns Vanta Black <laughs> is allowed to use the pinkest pink. That's great. Yes, thank you for reminding me about, about that that postscript of the story. <laughs> That's my favorite story. They're back yeah. and forth. I love that. Yeah. That's also that is also talked about in the 99 PI episode. So I will definitely look that up and, and we can link to that in the show notes. Yeah, send me that link. Okay. I'll share it with the podcast. Cool. <laughs> well, now I have something new to aspire to. Um, yes, I, o I only wear black. So I, yeah. if I could wear Vanta black, that would just up my game a little, a little further. It's such a classic so. New York thing of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you always worn all black, even when you were like a West Coaster? I did in Seattle, uh, but I didn't start. Oh my gosh, start... that makes you unusual. <laughs> I know. In Seattle, I stood out. But it was always, a, it was always fun because, um, well... I, I mean, I guess it depends on your definition of fun, but I've had uh, a bunch of interesting experiences where uh, people assume I'm working wherever, whatever store or a restaurant <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> so I've had some fun conversations where I get to impersonate employees. So, yeah, not intentionally, just yeah. just happen. They just assume. Yeah. I was even at a um, a real estate showing once, and someone came up to me and started asking me about <laughs> details about the house. So, 
just you wear all black you just look like you work yeah there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> insider tip okay anyway okay so right. who's up next allison you want to go next sure okay rj get ready to draw a black blob again <laughs> okay. <God>. <laughs> <laughs> um so i um think We've talked about this, maybe not on the podcast, but um, Fiona, the hippopotamus in Matt Solitaire, is named after um, a hippopotamus at the Cincinnati Zoo. Yes, and Allison voices the character as I well. I voice the character. Yeah. But I, I think, say what you want about zoos. I, I know there are lots of different opinions about them, but the Cincinnati Zoo has a phenomenal Instagram feed. <laughs> and, yes, I get um, to of see. Of their animals and their personalities and their enrichment activities. And this week they had David's favorite animal, um, which is an African painted dog. Yes. On the Instagram feed. I and, love the painted dogs. And the dog came with a fun fact. So I'm, I'm using the painted dog's fun fact. And that is the origin of the phrase, the dog days of summer. Oh. Um, which I've heard a lot, but I had no idea like how it came into like common speech. So it actually refers to um, the rising of the star Sirius into the night sky. Um, and it's the movement of Sirius into the sky um, is associated with kind of the hottest and most uncomfortable part of summer oh. um, in the Northern Hemisphere. It's like late-ish July. Yeah, so, that is pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, and apparently this has been kind of associated with um, negative portents throughout history. Um, but how old is this saying? So the saying, we think, originates um, kind of in ancient Greece. Oh, wow. So there's a reference to it in the Iliad. Um, I can, I can read, well, it's about essentially when um, Achilles arrives in Troy. Um, and it's a Sirius rises late in the dark, liquid sky on summer nights, star of stars. Orion's dog, they call it, brightest of all, but an evil portent bringing heat and fevers to suffering humanity. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel in the summer. Yeah, that is how you feel in the summer and <laughs> yeah, you're all black. I, I, don't, um, I don't do well in the sun. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought it was it was interesting that kind of the dog days of summer refers to to Sirius, oh. so the brightest star in Orion's dog. Fascinating. Yeah. Cool. Well, I I, I did a, I went for a quick fact because I really am just excited to learn all about Sweden. Yeah, um, I, I was. I, I get to see the uh, Cincinnati Zoo feed from time to time when Allison shares uh, one of their. Uh, cute posts and yeah. you would not I would have never imagined that a, a baby hippopotamus would be cute I just never th associated hippos with cuteness but Fiona oh my goodness her baby like videos are super cute so yeah maybe we should share we have that privilege because we're not in danger <laughs> from them oh yeah. yeah, aren't hippos pretty vicious? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, it, they it caused like the most... They're the deadliest animals yeah. on the continent of Africa. Yeah, scary. Don't mess with Fiona. Don't mess with Fiona. Yeah. Not Now, is she all grown up now? Yeah, she's pretty grown up. Wow. She still lives with her mom, but she's grown up. All right. Up. Do I get to post my... I have a, a favorite, like, really old school hippo YouTube video. That should be a meme. <laughs> now, Allison's giving me the no, don't share it. Uh... 
You can share it. I just don't. They endorse. get they get uh, very gassy. Let's just put it that way. And uh, <laughs> someone, some some kid captured it on uh, on video, and everyone who is viewing is just blown away. It's it's a classic. I'll post a link. Okay, you post okay. a link. All right. Make yourself happy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ooh, I love the clouds in the drawing, RJ. Those that looks super cool. Thanks. The yeah. Galaxy. Um, That's my oh. favorite uh, Procreate brush, like the uh, Nebula one. <laughs> oh, it's actually called Nebula. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. It is very cool. All right, I think we'll we'll wrap up with you, RJ. Right. And so Maria. that yes. leaves Maria up next. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to the show. First time here. Super excited to have you. What have you got for us? Well, I had a hard time deciding. Uh, a fact because I found quite a lot. Well, so but, you can share more than one. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I, I decided on one. Okay. Just because it relates to uh, mine and RJ's friendship. Oh, oh nice. that's, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, and I, I did apologize in advance for this. <laughs> I don't know what I'm It talking. sounds like it's going to be great. I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> um, there are more moose in Sweden per <gasps> square kilometer than any other country in the world. Oh, wow. That's... There is... Look up how to draw moose. <laughs> <laughs> there is uh, approximately 400,000 in Sweden. Oh wow. my goodness. Wow. They're dangerous, Before the right? hunting season. And then the, they hunt uh, about 100,000. Oh my, oh my goodness. And then 100,000 more are born each spring. Oh, oh my goodness. So that's, they're just barely keeping them at 400,000. Yeah. Uh, I, I live in a fairly large town and I've seen them in uh, the middle of the town oh my goodness they're scary aren't they at least the, the ones in north america are are known to like battle um like locomotives to the death yes yeah. are you serious die. right they mean? they oh, mean they they, they, hurt, they just oh, won't quit even though horrible. it's just sitting there oh poor moose yeah, it's oh, sorry yeah. that was not pleasant but the point being that aren't they dangerous like do people get hurt? They're more dangerous to themselves, except oh. if they get up on the road and you, they don't move. Oh. So there's accidents quite often. Oh. But wow. that wasn't the fun fact. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I was gonna say actually <laughs> that's not very fun. If anyone, if anyone wants to know why this relates to our friendship, Maria, this is supposed to be a fun facts podcast, <laughs> and moose are not real. <laughs> okay. This is a running argument. I don't believe in moose. <laughs> oh, so what's the backstory here? <laughs> so the moose is the North American English word. Mm-hmm. And in Swedish, it's called elg. In British English, the same species is called an elk. Oh. Uh, and it's <laughs> in Latin, it's alces alces. 
Oh, so, so they're elk. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> but in North America, an odd another member of the deer family, the wapiti, is often referred to as an elk. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the Swedish elk is called moose in American English and elk in British English. But I'm oh. so confused. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. So an elk in Europe is not the same as an elk in North America. Really? Okay. okay. So what we in North America call a moose is the same thing that you call a moose in Sweden. An elk in Sweden. No, an elk. What? What we call a moose, she calls an elk. Okay. We do not know what she calls what we call an elk. What you call an elk <laughs> is not a moose. <laughs> what? It's a wapiti. <laughs> okay. I'm t- okay. But RJ is drawing an uh, European elk. Okay. <laughs> yes, the giant, like big. Bullwinkle. Is an elk. Yeah. Yes. The big wide. Uh, the horns are different. Yeah. Yeah, and they're the moose are much bigger than elk. Yes. Okay. American moose are much bigger than American elk. Yes. <laughs> to be precise. Oh my gosh, this is so confusing. I, have I thought to draw it, David a chart. Yeah, I thought. <laughs> yeah. I keep having to learn more and more words um, that I can't. Like, I can't you just assume. I keep having to learn more words. Yeah, oh, yeah. This is, this is the creator of a word game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why I Every have to day make the he's game. got his flashcards out. He, he works on them for a little while. Yes. Uh, I mean, it took me a long time to get used to what, like chips and. Um, yeah, like when I was in Malta, I asked for chips, chips and I don't and get what the yeah, I don't you don't get what you asked for, and things like pancakes. A pancake over there is a crepe, so you ask for a pancake and you get like this, you get this little thin thing. You're gonna ask for a moose and get but, an elk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a moose, and they'll be like, no, that's an elk. That's so it's just. Okay, this is too much. I can send the link. (laughs) Yes, I'll put I'll put a link in the uh... because there's pictures. Yeah, we need a. I need a. I'm a visual learner for sure. So yeah, I need a chart (laughs) with like pictures and captions. Yes. Yeah. Like this. And one easy way that can help you remember is that elk are real and moose aren't. (laughs) So there we go. (laughs) So it's not even a problem. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's uh, yet another confusing difference between Europe and North America. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's... I do have a second one related oh, yeah. to what you let's... asked last week, too, if you want to hear it. Yes, I, do. I do. Yes. Is it a fun you fact about Sweden? About, you I... asked about. Uh, Candy. If we only buy candy on Saturdays. Yes. yes. Uh, Allison has been dying to know. And no, okay. we don't. Okay. okay. But uh, there's this uh, saying called 
Friday cozy time. Oh, I like that. Okay. Fredags mm-hmm. uh, in Swedish. And uh, it usually contains like eating tacos. Oh. Uh, and nice. Taco Friday. <laughs> yeah, Taco Friday and <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> chips and dip. Oh, uh, chips as in like like um, North American crisps. Like tortilla okay. chips. <laughs> okay. Or okay. Tortilla crisps. Like potato chips. Potato uh, chips. Okay. Oh. Potato RJ, crisps. We have uh, a spammer in the stream yeah, chat. Got it. I just saw you it. T- Thank you. I, you're fast. <laughs> you know how to do it. I don't remember how to do it. <laughs> got uh, it. The term was um, uh, invented by a Swedish uh, maker of uh, potato chips, actually. Oh, so oh there how convenient. Were commercials Marketing. And stuff. <laughs> there were commercials and stuff with uh, a song, which uh, everyone uh, uh, sang like a decade ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's one of those songs that just gets stuck in your in your head. Yeah. And, okay, okay. Yeah, we have some of those. Like, don't stop. okay, fine. Don't I won't. do it. Don't do it. Don't start it. No okay. free product placement. Please don't give me an earworm for the rest of the day. <laughs> Uh, Maria, do you sing this song? No. Can you tell? Oh, I, don't. <laughs> I don't sing at all. <laughs> oh, that's that's very unfair to come with a fun fact about a song and not sing it. She can link. She can link to the video. We can put it in the okay. notes. Okay. All right. We're gonna have some good show notes to, yeah. this time. <laughs> okay. So Taco Friday every Friday in Sweden. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. And like. <laughs> And candy on Saturdays, but not really. But every day. Candy's candy every day. Candy's every day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, it's always fun to learn uh, more about Sweden. Um, we will definitely have to have you back and learn more because I feel like we're just scratching the surface of the fun facts uh, yeah. hidden there in Sweden. So... <laughs> Moose walk in the streets? I had no idea. Elk walk in the streets. Elk. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Oh Thanks for that. RJ, what have you got for us today? Love your drawings okay, today, I, by the way. Um, the great moose. <laughs> Elk. Thank you. Uh, I am attempting to draw and talk at the same time. We know how that goes. I have an Olympic fun fact. Oh, oh no. Finally. All that. Yeah. Um, I'm a bit surprised that I'm the only one. Um, <laughs> Me too. Alice, Allison's been dedicated uh, to, to watching the Olympics every waking moment. And uh, falls asleep. Yeah, I actually have not. I have not watched any um and the the reason i have i found this is not actually related to the olympics but it's related to art um because yesterday i went uh basically adventuring dallas i went to the art museum i went to our aquarium i went to the science museum i'm on vacation from work um well i'm on vacation from one job so i'm (laughs) uh, (laughs) still got three or four more stuff (laughs) <laughs> just two more <laughs> um hey delta shout out um she is watching um so i was looking up uh 
art fun facts. And I learned that from 1912 to 1948, um, art competitions were part of the Olympic Games. What? I was just going to say, was there art in the Olympic Games as a joke? <laughs> but this is for real. There actually was. Um, so, I, uh, Caitlin, I need help because the, okay. the, uh, um, the original founder of the Olympic movement is a French baron. Okay. Um, and I'm writing his name. C O U B E R T I N. Coubertin. Coubertin. Okay. Probably not. I think. Um, he, uh, he, it was part of his original vision for the modern Olympic Games. Uh, medals were awarded for works of art inspired by sport five categories, architecture, literature, music, painting, and sculpture. Wow. And it, it was part of the competition from 1912 to 1948, but- Seems like a long time. Even, yeah. And actually I'm, I'm a little uncertain about that because I also see that the, the juried art competitions were abandoned in 1954 because art, artists were considered to be professionals. And uh, Olympic athletes are required to be amateurs. Wow, that's not the reason uh, I would have. Yeah. They, yeah. So, so I'm. I mean, was it judging artwork that had been done before the Olympics, or was it like on demand? You had all your painters lined up in a row with their easels, and <laughs> yeah, you were doing four hours, <laughs> and they had to, and then at the end of four hours, <laughs> then they got judged. Yeah, like a modern <laughs> right? reality show. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the former artists sent okay. in art, um, and actually, this is relevant also because um, in the in the sort of first few times they tried to do it, uh, it didn't go very well because there wasn't enough uh, like lead time. There, the artists weren't mm. given enough. Uh, you know, they hadn't decided far enough ahead yep. of time that they were going to do it, so the artists wouldn't have enough time to send in their work. So they in the um, London Games of 1907, they were planning to do it, but it didn't really work out. But in 1912, in Stockholm, uh, 35 artists sent in. And so the, the 1912 Games in Sweden were the first, first time it, it happened. Uh, the Swedes initially objected. <laughs> but they eventually oh. gave in. This thing's like crazy. I'm reading. <laughs> they got only 35 artists sent in works, but gold medals were awarded in all five. Can I ask uh, a question? The next. RJ, yes. I just, I, it's very odd. So I apologize in advance. For the music category, did they send in sheet music that they wrote, or like a recording? I, I would assume so. In the in the very early ones, at least, okay. because they don't didn't really have. Like, I'm trying to remember back from a few a few weeks ago. I talked about <laughs> history of music recording, but I don't yeah. remember the details. So um, like, it's like here's my sheet music. I hope you have a harp and maracas. Like, okay. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just curious about it. Okay, yeah. I would think it would have so to be bizarre. sheet music. Okay. Most of what I read was about the the visual art. Okay, the the paintings and the sculpture. Yeah. Um, it sort of steadily grew, uh, more, more artists submitting each year with the exception of, um, 1932 Sweden. in Los Angeles because of 
um, it's look, it's a sort of a remote location compared to, you know, the rest of the world. <laughs> and, uh, but despite no longer holding art competitions, there still is a sort of art component to the Olympics. The Olympic charter actually requires organizers to include a program of cultural events. Um, hmm. Hmm. The, the last I read was the, the, I think the, um, article I was reading was a little outdated because it said the Tokyo ones were still being planned, but I think London did a virtual one. Um, um, where was it in Brazil? Theirs was sort of planned, but then canceled because they had a, some economic problems. The country had some economic mm. problems, but uh, I'm not sure what Tokyo is doing, but each year they do have a program of cultural events to go along with the sports. Wow. And there is one artist who won the only Olympian. No, there's two Olympians who have won medals in both sports and art. Oh. Uh, Walter W. Winans, an American who lived in England, won a gold medal as a marksman. And um, and I just dropped my pencil. <laughs> I was going to say marksmanship. <laughs> it felt like that was going to be it. Yeah. <laughs> I was and fully going to guess equestrian. I was fully like, it's an equestrian. <laughs> I was like, yeah. it's a fancy boy. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it was going to be shooting because it's okay. a sedentary sport. Uh, yeah, actually, he, he won a few, it looks like, in uh, in various shooting competitions. And he won a gold for uh, his sculpture. And then Alfred Hajos of Hungary, I probably said that wrong. He won two gold medals swimming. And then 28 years later, he was awarded a silver medal in architecture for his stadium design. Oh, wow. Wow. And actually this uh, a descendant of the original Baron uh, submitted, submitted a painting, I think, and won the gold. Oh. Very cool. <laughs> so. Very interesting. The Olympic yeah. Games. Um, speaking of sedentary sports in the Olympics, um, <laughs> Allison and I were having a rather yes, heated rather debate heated. about whether or not e-games should be included in the, in the Olympics. I think she's solidly on the no side, and I'm trying to defend. She's like, e-games are not physical. I'm like these guys, <laughs> these guys work out with their controllers on a daily basis, trying to increase their reaction times. What and I speeds. asked was, did they move any part of their body except their hands? <laughs> okay. That's what I asked. <laughs> oh my gosh! The answer was as no. you can see, as, as you can see, it's a uh, it's a debate. Well, but, I just think they're like different. Like they can have their own. They have their own tournament that's sponsored by the Olympic Committee. I think that's a good compromise. Okay, but you don't want them to be Olympians and Olympic gold. Um, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> All right. We got. What do you guys think? I'm with Allison. Oh gosh. Me too. Oh no. Yeah, I think a separate competition. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Fine. All right. All right. I may maybe doomed. I think there should be like an Olympic Games games where it's like chess and esports and Uno and all kinds of fun stuff. It's like Scrabble. It, yeah. It's like, wouldn't it be fun to watch yeah. chess? I don't know. I feel like that is. Uh, I don't know. Did we you watched, watch the yeah, Queen's Gambit? That's exactly what because, I was going to say, Caitlin. We watched all of we that. We liked the Queen's Gambit. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. And actually, we could 
we could raid a chess channel on Twitch. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. Because people do stream Twitch, stream, I, stream chess. I do have to say, I have watched a lot of chess games on YouTube yeah, with you commentary. Have. Well, then yeah, why you are have. you complaining? But, but they're not, I don't, they're usually not in real time. Um, they, spe they speed like it they up a little, up? little bit, so you just see the moves, you know? It's uh, like, and then a little bit of commentary about each move rather than, you know, waiting a half well, hour it's like, watching someone just sit there and look at the board. It's like the marathon. They just show you, like, when something happens at, like, mile 17, somebody That's got true. passed. Like, I think it would be like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you are in favor of games at the, board games at the Olympics? No, I'm in favor of no, a separate Olympic thing. Games games. Which is different than the Olympics. But we had art. You can have art in yours. Oh, so you can take, like, if art, we brought art back, it would games, have to be separate. It race couldn't, cars. Couldn't be part what of else them. do you want? You bowling, Olympics. you can have fishing. People consider I that I feel a like sport. bowling would be, I, I mean, I would be more in favor of bowling yeah, being bowling. part would, of the proper Olympics too. than esports. Yeah, yeah, I would too. What about Wii sport uh, bowling? Oh dear, go, no. That would be the <laughs> you can have you can have croquet. That used to be an Olympic sport. Oh, I love croquet. That. It's been so long. You can have bocce. Yeah, bocce is you can great. Make bocce's fun. Yeah. yeah. Bocce's good because it's way easier to set up than croquet. Yeah. Yeah, it, that is a, a nice feature. To set up. <laughs> that is a nice that feature. Um, have you played patank? I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it's basically isn't that pretty similar to bocce? Yeah, I think it's just metal balls. That's all oh. a little different, but I, I don't think, I think the rules are the same though, right? You have a little, a tiny little wooden ball. It's a little ball and you're trying to hit the, hit it with, get as close as you can with your big balls. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so your, your special Olympic games games is really shaping up, David. You can, <sighs> yeah. Come on. It's going to, I think I, I'll predict now that um, future generations when esports becomes more and more like part of mainstream culture just like skateboarding is now in the olympics because it's uh, an athletic endeavor <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but it's like it, it it had the x games and then it got mainstream right now yeah it's just it, yeah. it was like a um you know something you just did in a neighborhood not really taken seriously and it's it's still funny to see in the olympics uh skateboarding is done on they do their tricks on like fake banisters and stairs and stuff like that. Uh, just uh, bringing that <laughs> that culture of like uh, getting chased away from from yeah. people's. They'll do esports e in virtual basements with their moms yelling at them. From <laughs> That's the right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, absolutely. Okay. okay. Sorry, David. I don't want to. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I think Alice is about to say the same thing. Yeah, RJ has a hard stop. Oh, okay. Right. All, right. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Um, that's It's been an awesome show. Appreciate, loved having Maria on the show. Maybe we'll get to have her back again someday. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. And follow yeah, us. Yeah, that on, would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> follow <laughs> us on social media at HotCheckGames, HotCheckGames.com, et cetera, et cetera. RJ can put up a poll about whether or not esports should be in the Olympics. <laughs> there we go. We'll see whose side everyone's on. <laughs> There we go. All right. Take care, everyone. And we'll see you again. Same place, same time next week. Bye. 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 Ooh, fun facts. Facts are good with Alex and Caitlin.